All in the world Elsie Arnold wanted was a murder case. She was late for the Monday morning staff meeting at the McCown County Prosecutor's Office, but she didn't feel a bit guilty about it. She'd burned the midnight oil all weekend in preparation for a Monday afternoon preliminary hearing for a manslaughter case. She was as ready as she'd ever be, but the heel of her shoe had ripped the hem out of her skirt when she was getting dressed, costing precious minutes on the hunt for scotch tape. When she couldn't find it, she substituted safety pins, jamming them through the fabric, cursing all the while. The manslaughter assignment was a major breakthrough for Elsie's career, her first death case. It was a major step, a badge of honor. But a vehicular homicide was not a murder. All I want, thought Elsie, as she trod the worn marble steps in the interior of the old stone courthouse. All I want is a goddamned murder. Elsie certainly didn't wish any harm to befall her fellow citizens of McCown County, Missouri. She appreciated the quiet community nestled in the Ozark Hills. She had chosen to return to her hometown after law school, back to the hills where she was born and raised. It was not the big city, like St. Louis or Kansas City or Little Rock, where murder cases were a common tragedy. Even with the middling crime rate, Elsie had a fine record as assistant county prosecutor. But she hadn't handled a murder case, and was conscious of the hole in her experience. She bypassed the front door of the office, displaying the name of her boss, prosecuting attorney Madeline Thompson in bold letters, and slipped in the back way. The meeting was underway. She could see the attorneys clustered on the sofa in the boss's private office. Elsie squared her shoulders and entered the meeting with what she hoped was a confident air. All eyes were on her. The new chief assistant, Chuck Harris, flashed an electric smile her way. He struck her as a wolf in pinstriped clothing. A diller, a dollar, a ten o'clock scholar, he said. The hell you say? Elsie retorted. It's barely past eight. Eight fifteen, said her boss. Madeline double-checked the time on her Rolex watch, regarding Elsie with an ill-humored expression. Elsie and Madeline were not on the best of terms these days. Madeline viewed her position as a political stepping stone, having been appointed, not elected, by the prior governor as a political favor to her wealthy husband, the local John Deere distributor. Her entitled attitude constantly irked Elsie, who was passionately dedicated to her job in law enforcement. Don't even start with me, Elsie said, approaching the sofa where her friend Brian sat hip to hip with three other attorneys. There was no vacant seat in the crowded office, so she dropped her purse and the big accordion file she'd been carrying and leaned against the doorframe. I lived here this weekend. Should have had a cot and a hot plate in my office. I logged in so many hours. Her comment was met with silence. Elsie began to backpedal. She didn't want to sound like a complainer, not when she had finally been assigned a death case. Of course, I don't mind being here, because I'm ready for the prelim. Ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. Do you think the TV stations will cover it? Madeline looked at Chuck, her chief assistant, and back at Elsie. We need to bring you up to date, Elsie. There's been a change of direction. Elsie eyed her warily, like a dog guarding a bone. What do you mean? The defendant is waving preliminary. He's going to plead. Elsie took an involuntary step forward. Nobody told me. Her chest clutched as she felt her case slip away. Chuck said, We just worked it out, Elsie. 
His defense attorney only okayed it late last night. His tone was conciliatory, with a hint of condescension. Why were you talking to him without me? This is my case, Elsie said hotly. It's my case, Madeline said shortly. I'm the county official, the one appointed by the governor. They're all my cases. We've had this discussion before, I think. Well, hell, Elsie muttered. Guess I'll tell the judge there's a plea. Don't bother, Madeline said. Chuck will do it. He'll appear on the waiver and take up the plea. Elsie felt her blood boiling. She tried not to resent Chuck's position as chief assistant, but it was tough. When the spot opened up recently, both Elsie and her friend Breon Johnson had made a bid for it. Either of the two women seemed a likely choice, from their stellar trial records. Madeline overlooked both of them and brought Chuck Harrison from the Jackson County office.